and it is the 92nd podcast. 92nd podcast of 2022. Do you feel like you miss your calling? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is the voice. <laughs> this is the voice. <laughs> okay, Corey, what can people expect on the 92nd podcast, the second to last of the year, year. 2022? Well, welcome to the Baking Down podcast. We are associated with a group on Facebook called the Sugar Cookie Marketing parentheses group each week we bring a little marketing nugget that if you co- incorporate it this week you'll benefit from it next there's a lot i mean as uh for the hundredth podcast which will be in like two months two months oh two months because we do it once a yeah, month you're right, you're right um i figured we can do some stats some stats some stats so i some mean this podcast is a, stats. Yeah, yeah most listened to least listened to most today, most controversial, average time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, but there's a lot of content in ninety over ninety one because we had some half episodes. Can you, a lot. Can you even believe that some people out there are listening through it twice to three times now? They're holding this podcast up. What are you? You got bless your souls. Bless your souls. Some, of, should, some people are listening to it on one point five x two x speed. Mm-mm. Wow, we should do some podcast polls in the group asking like how many times have you listened to the podcast and give those people shout outs oh, be good on idea. the hundredth episode that would be a great Heather's idea. making a mental note yeah. as we speak you also reminded me that i took a podcast poll you want to start with it it's just yeah let's do let's dive in so i figured like okay the group is how many people 30 almost to thirty-eight thousand. oh my goodness how many people are pending and why aren't you letting them there edge? are six thousand people pending and the reason why is because it's quality over quantity if we let a few people in and they kind of get the vibe of the group it's never overwhelming we never go too much in one direction so i let in a few a week and then you know it keeps the it keeps the integrity of the group going i I don't know if there's science behind that but in my brain it works to justify my laziness and not letting people in (laughs) well the group is valuable when it is strict which sounds mean, yeah. <laughs> but uh, when we can kind of focus on the rules to be like, hey, this is marketing only. There's no client bashing. There's, you know, we got to add value. There's no just see me, see my cookie post. It has to be this kind of value added content. And that's what the admin team does a great job of stewards of the rules. They do. They do. But let's start off with the podcast. Well, actually, I think I took made two. I don't know. Should I you have save to one I for will... next week. No, because I have one scheduled up to go there too. Okay. I did podcast poll this year. My price per dozen options are has increased. That's inflation, by me. Has stayed the same. I cut costs elsewhere. Has decreased. People just aren't buying like they used to. And the fourth option isn't there yet. I'm still doing this as a hobby, and I don't charge. I almost feel like I did this last week, but let's continue on. I don't think you did. Okay. So we had 705 votes. Okay. The overwhelming majority of people, 92% voted for, my prices have increased. Wow, great. Uh, 6% have stayed the same, cut costs elsewhere, and only 1% have both decreased in price or haven't charged. I will say, no one is wrong in their answer. You're wrong, 92%. (laughs) I will just say to take that information, keep it in your back pocket as you move forward. With the price of butter so fluctuating, the other week it was $8. Yesterday it was on sale for $4.99. I found a farmer on TikTok and someone said, what is with the price of eggs? Yeah, what is with the price of eggs? <laughs> Big eggs. <laughs> yeah, he said it's pretty interesting. He said it's threefold issue of what happened with chickens. So the price of phosphorus Wasn't increased. there a big chicken coop that burnt down? Oh, they didn't talk about that. Oh, okay. But he said uh, bird influenza has limited how many birds chickens because apparently you have to 
the bird when the influenza hits. Well, that's sad. That's kind of, he said depopulate, and someone said that's oh. a very weird way to say. I don't like that word. Yeah. So they had to depopulate a bunch of chickens. Then the price of phosphorus, which is, I guess, exported from China, okay. increased, but that's how they kind of feed them, feed them or something. Okay. So the cost of feeding the birds increased, the number of birds decreased, and then uh, something about supply chain. Supply and demand. Yeah. So. And guess what? They pass that pricing on to the customer. Right. He, someone said, why is it so ridiculous? He said, I wouldn't say it's ridiculous. I would say it's on par. He said, but the eggs you had before COVID were probably likely underpriced. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I was stealing every time I left the right. store with them. So that's what that is, whether it shakes out and I, uh, you know. We can all take a little a little <laughs> lesson from the Lesson eggs. from the farm people. Customers act up them uh (laughs) pass your cost on to the customer i got it here's a podcast poll from yesterday compared to last year my christmas sales have been i gave three options better marketing works second option the same all is well that ends well and the third option lower economy maybe of 338 votes 50 percent said that they had better sales this christmas 11% 11% say they had noticed it stayed the same, and 39% said their sales were low. 39%. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do majority, majority of people said their sales have increased. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it had so many fewer votes than your other one. Like almost uh, the other one had been around for a week. Ah. This was posted 23 hours ago. Ah. They kind of definitely drip out quite a bit longer the way the polls work in the groups. Interesting. Interesting podcast polls. So I figured the podcast polls, when you have 37,000 data points you can potentially yeah. pull from, you can gather a lot of trending data. I'll be curious how these questions fare next year. I'll be curious too. I'll be curious Let's too. Let's not forget to ask them. I will Jot try that not. Jot in your notebook that you A starner. <laughs> okay, speaking of, Corey and I were talking about goals. Now, before we talk about futuristic goals, I've actually created a list of my closeout goals. Closeout goals? I don't even know what this is. I know. It's things I do to close out the year so I can start my next year. Well, tell me because, you know, I only have a week and a half so I can add them to my closeout goal list that I didn't have before right now. Sorry, I dropped my pens. I got a fresh fresh pad of paper. That is a giant notebook. Yeah, look. Why is it extremely long? It's what I wanted. Extremely long. I wanted extremely look at all the thoughts I could have at the top. You've only written on a normal size piece of paper. But I'm learning to expand my thoughts. Okay. (laughs) Like I got a fresh sheet of paper to start off with 2023. Nothing says things are going to happen like a pad of paper. The paper's comically long. (laughs) It is definitely. It's the length of a normal paper, but the height of two papers. (laughs) (laughs) It's the width. The width, the width of a, of a normal, normal paper, paper, the height of a comically large strong paper. paper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my closeout goals, and if you guys want to find some inspiration here, by all means. Hold on while Heather undoes the scroll that she has in her hand right now. <laughs> Here's my paper. Here's, these are things that if I can leisurely get them done, they're not nothing stressful, but if I can get them done by the end of two weeks, because that's when the year ends, yeah. I'll have been able to set myself up on a fresh, clean start I for like 2023. That. I like that. Get all inboxes to zero. Now, I do practice inbox zero throughout the year. What do, explain what that means to folks who maybe this like is going to sound horrifying. Don't trust the process. Uh, Cookie College I actually teach the class on this. Once you taste of inbox zero, your life, your second life begins. It really does. It really. Does. I will say, an inbox is mental clutter. It is. It's stressful. It is, and it's a, a welcome to get things lost in the proverbial mail all the time. 
So a lot of times when the client says, I didn't get your email, and you're like, I know they did, though. I suspect that they did and forgot because it got lost in the clutter. Lost in the sauce. Yeah, lost in the sauce. So what Inbox Zero is, and there's many ways to approach this, it's every time you look at your inbox, there's zero emails in it. Yeah. That means every day you're getting in there, cleaning out what needs to go, organizing what needs to stay. So when you log in there, the things that you see... They are the only actionable items. Yeah. I saw this guy on TikTok. He looks like Santa Claus. And he says, my policy for my inbox is only touch it once. Meaning if you open the email, you must take the action to get that email either addressed, responded to, filed away, or deleted. Listen. Listen. Linda. That's a goal for 2023. <laughs> well, this is my goal. So if you – I teach this class in the college, and the people who have taken it have said, oh, my goodness. They have. Uh, the way you can get to Inbox Zero is filters. A great way – anyone can do this without a class is unsubscribe. So what I do, don't just delete your promotions folder. Go through each email, or you can use like a rollup.com. I think it was a roll. I think it was. Up, roll, something. There's some unsubscriber uh, emails, but you can just click on every email, and at the footer, by law, it has to have an unsubscribe link. Uh, highly suggest it. Yeah. Because Talk about budget saving, too. When you can't see what's for sale. Yeah. So uh, another way is emails that I may not want to delete, but I don't necessarily need to read. I just need to keep record of. You can create a Gmail filter that says, store this in this filter, skip the inbox and mark it as read. Nice. So I do that. So you'll never even be bothered by that one. Yeah. So uh, the podcast texts, they don't hit the inbox. They don't necessarily need to check them until Tuesdays. But I have this uh, folder, what they call labels, set up so that I can just click on it on Tuesdays and see the text. And here I was thinking we're unpopular. Yeah, I didn't realize I had that set up until I was auditing okay. my filter yesterday. <laughs> I found the folder. <laughs> but uh, yeah, get my inboxes to zero. Uh, here's another one. Number two, transfer transfer all uh, computer data to an external hard drive. So I love my computer. I feel like he's my best. Heather, team. when she got this, it was like a kid in a candy store. She she got all the little bells and whistles. I guess two. It's a Dell XP tower, so it's not a laptop. I got two monitors and, okay, cool, but data, specifically Photoshop files and InDesign files and Premiere profiles, takes up a lot of space. A lot of times when you export the final product, the the clip, you don't need all the other files used to create it. But you have this like thought, but what if? Yeah. What if I need to edit something in five years from now? Yeah. Odds are you're going to be a lot better. Odds are the type of cameras out in five years will be so much better than today's. And odds are your quality of product will be much better. You likely won't have to use or re-edit that photo. Yeah, that's true. So you got to kind of commit to the future you being a better version of the present you. Me. I'm committed to that. I will just get worse. So I must keep everything now. <laughs> so I was looking at my um, hard drive and it was... Uh, you know, it was kind of filling up. But a guy on TikTok says you need 40 gigs set aside for just the computer to operate normally. So how can I work efficiently if I'm bogging down my computer True. with the uselessness? True. So I got a Samsung steady state terabyte. Terabyte. Nobody, a cost of a terabyte hard drive, even five years ago, thousands. When I went to T-Mobile yesterday, iPhone shopping, because yes. Of course, switching. switch to teams. I said, yeah, I want the one terabyte guy. They have a terabyte one? And he's like, ma'am, nobody orders that. <laughs> Did he? He said, okay, drop me down. <laughs> okay. But a terabyte is outrageous. A terabyte of That's space. What he, said. he said, it is ridiculous. Now, this computer is 500 gigs. This whole computer. Gigs. What's my laptop? I have to pull it up. You let me order I'm sure it's 500. It. Really? I think that's the most you could put on them oh, at the time we ordered really? them. So, but a, that little square in there, the one I gave you yeah. to also use, yes. is a terabyte. <gasps> 
steady state, which it, means old hard drives used to spin. Yes. So think that that force of uh-huh. causing something to spin, it was a, a very big delay in processing. Steady state means it immediately pulls up. That's why computers turn on so quickly these yes. days. Steady state hard drive. I will say, she's saying, one terabyte sounds big. The thing came in, it's the size of a, a mini booklet. That little thing is the size of a credit card. It's yeah, much smaller. It, the one you sent me is in a box. Yeah, if you open it, it's as little as the one sitting right there. Haven't opened it yet. It's super we'll little. <laughs> okay, open we'll it. We'll get there. <laughs> but uh, so, okay, keeping your files on an external still has a little caveat that it's a physical device. It is. And In the physical event, physical devices, they fail. Can break. They can just fail. They can break. Fire loss, water loss, the thing is gone. So something I use for this computer, we should set it up on yours, is iDrive, which is a virtual backup of physical files. Smart. So it runs every night and it just says, okay, we found some files. How much is that? Subscription. It was actually pretty affordable. I think it's uh, less than 10 a month. So now you have your entire stuff on two different things. Yep. And one Do you in think the cloud. that's redundant? Redundancy is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. So if this, if something happens, which we always assume that yeah. something could happen and will happen, then all my files are backed up in a cloud storage that is also backed up in multiple places. But that, should that not over, like... Oh, great question. So why don't I just use a cloud right. storage? Because to use cloud storage for these uh, files, like Photoshop, I'd have to download them again. Oh, so Download, got use, it. and re-upload. I got yeah, it. Yeah. I <laughs> great question, though. Uh, number three, get all paper files scanned and uploaded to the oh, cloud. Shut up. So paper clutter... Okay, I was going on a walk yesterday. Paper clutter. I went on a walk. And, like, I'm walking down Lee Chapel, and there is a pe- a check in the grass. Did you get a little excited? I did. Not heart. that it's written to me, Not but like I, I got a little, like, a it. dopamine hit. Like, <laughs> a check in the grass. I look at it. Uh, it's a neighbor. But they wrote the check on Christmas Eve 23 years ago. How in the world? That check, Heather did send a picture to everybody. Look, Look, I brand spanking Yeah, it was Christmas Uh The person, the couple had passed away and their sons were cleaning out their house and that was, <sighs> fell off the moving truck. But 23 years ago, paper clutter is known as today. The worst thing the IRS said is keep uh, documents for seven years because people are like 70 years. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm never. So what I like to do is when I get something, uh, scan it, upload it, shred it. But again, only touch it once. When you get that letter in the mail, take the action. Scan it, upload it, shred it. You don't need it. What? What if some I CPA am... is like they do need a physical copy? <laughs> what if I'm the paper gal? I have filing box, but I. When do... was the last time you opened it? I just cleared it out was when it? I needed to find my stuff. I made a promise myself this past year to get rid of all paper. Smart. So I I get, I sold my filing cabinet on Facebook Marketplace, uh-huh. and some lady seems stoked to continue her paper clutter hoard with it. Okay. But I scanned everything, and I organized it by file and searchable. That's a key thing, and why I preach this is that a lot of the paper files, outside of the little, if you label yeah. your folders, it's really hard to find it otherwise. Uh, so what I do it is, you what should I, see me in a panic. Yeah. Where did I put this? Not one label in sight. Right, right. So I took a class, actually, on Google Drive management, mm-hmm. and uh, some this lady was like, hey, do the, so I do year. Uh, month, day, underscore, Topic. personal or work, underscore, who's it from, underscore, what's it for, underscore, and then any identified details. That gives me all those search points. Folks, I just want to paint a picture what Heather's file structure is like. It's a folder within a folder within a folder within a folder within 
another folder. And the key is as long as the file itself is searchable. First, I always say to myself, Heather, where would you have put this? Well, here, I'll, fi- I'll follow the natural folder file That's structure in my own, head. They're your own natural. I've tried to find things. But you could also search. Using your brain matter. Yeah. It's just a folder and a folder and a folder. You know what I've been working on? Workflow is an app that builds itself in just outline bullet points. Uh-huh. I built the external hard drive folder structure there first. And then I'm copying that folder structure onto the external. So that way I almost have a map of the uh, externals folder structure. What's it like to be you? I don't have paperless, actually. Thank you for a kind way to talk. You're insane. Do you think, don't, when you think of I your, <laughs> when you see your filing cabinet, is there a, a little, little of that in the back of your neck, a little, it? I, I slam the door. Yeah. So I don't have to stare at it. Yeah, I think that if we took on our paper clutter head on and scanned it and filed it, we'd sleep all just an incre- well, a percent hair, better. Hair better. Yeah. None of these get any more normal as we go through this list, by the way. I, I just know, happen to have I this know. list. <laughs> if you're going to think this is going to even out to me. Uh, oh, yeah. Print all of Sam's cookie cutter membership cutters. Yeah, yes. One I can okay. finally get behind. <laughs> I joined Sam's Cookie University membership last year i think yes you did but if you know i think it's 150 dollars a year that was what it was when i signed up Uh and every monday they teach a class in their group you have it free for 24 hours but any of the cutters she made in class if you're lazy and you don't want to make it yourself you can she just uploads the stl file to her membership press print so corey's got the thank you on her hand i do and there's like three sizes of it yeah because she uses that bella plugin to go Wait, boop. Fantastic. It's fantastic. Got it in my hand playing it, playing with it this whole podcast. I printed off the stacked Christmas tree. I printed off thank you. I printed a off snowman, snowman mittens. Snowman with mittens in a snowman nose to the air. Yes, yeah. And I have a bunch more. There's some oh, there's this pool puzzle. It's nine piece set. Pool puzzle. Yeah. Oh, I saw her actually yeah, yeah, yeah. that one. So, so I was I gonna just to chuck through this. What? I'll start with the easier ones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the thank you one was like. Um Oh, this is what our accountant called us and said to do, which yeah. sounds like a bummer. For sure, it's a downer. Uh, a financial audit of the business finances, which Corey doesn't know, but we'll be building out a YNAB account for the companies. So YNAB, you need a budget. Look at Corey, sweaty. Over yeah, there. I really am. Uncomfortable. <laughs> well, she what made us do it. On? I didn't. Huh? She's making us do it. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I felt like that call. That was weird. She was just giving We can't land past the account. I love public. her. I've known her to a, baz- a bazillion years. Annette <laughs> is like a mother who gives it to you straight. Yep, straight shooter. You know, like when you know you shouldn't have bought something and then somebody who knows you shouldn't have bought something said something about it? That's, if you that's got spanked Annette. as a kid and no one hugged you after, <laughs> that's, that's, that's So she said, go through your charges and categorize them. Which is essentially the app you need a budget, which I use for my personal life. And Ben B from YNAB taught a Facebook Live in the main group for free if you want to get started on that. Great way to track your spending. If you're not sure if you made more money this Christmas, YNAB would tell you. And it's honestly a great idea as inflation is going up and down here to really know your numbers. You can see what, like, at the end of the day, Target is going to cost what Target costs. Like, if you get your eggs there, you get your butter there. That is the price. You're buying eggs from Target? I feel like everything at Target is expensive. Listen, you see Aldi had a sale. I can go to Target. That's where you'll find my body. Do you have a Target credit card? I have the debit card. With a 5% off? I do. you have a Target credit card? 
through the debit one. You could do our credit or debit. Debit was, they still ran your credit and it takes it right from your bank account, but you don't have to. But then they have a credit card that you pay off. It's the same card does both things. No, I only have the debit version. But you have 5% off. I do. Interesting. Yeah, it was worth it. Okay. Um, But yeah, YNAB is really interesting. I want to say cool would be stretching it. It is a nifty way. Someone said, you know, I was uh, building out a budget of estimated expenses to price out, like an emergency fund, which Mm -hmm. is a solid emergency fund for self-employed people, six months living expenses. So I was like, okay, what do I spend for a month in gas? But because I've always entered every transaction for the past three years into YNAB, 60 bucks. If you're wondering if YNAB is right for you, if you've ever felt like typing, what would I charge for this in the group? Mm. It's right for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you if you're wondering how long it would take me to get an eddy if I didn't want to finance it, YNAB is right for you. Mm-hmm. I really do like it. It's not free. It's about $100 a year. Which is not bad. It pays for itself. 10 bucks a month. Uh, no, if you do monthly, it's fourteen ninety-nine. That would be over 100 bucks a year. Right, but if you pay yearly, it's 100 bucks. Okay. Get you. Get you with that. Okay, uh, oh, Corey, okay, so Eventbrite, now, I'm not sure on this, some cookie college member caught it, Eventbrite says we're raising our rates, we know our worth, whatever, I'm not sure, but it was a it was a percentage increase per transaction, and the transaction uh, fee, was, fee was higher, uh-huh. but it says for events published after January 3rd, which makes me think that if you can get your events up before January 3rd, you're, you're grandfathered in. So if you could plan out your year of classes, you could potentially get the old rate, one, be ahead of all your competitors. This is just what we're thinking. We also tested this. We put all of our classes last year up at the beginning of the year. Just a test. And I got to say. And I didn't have colors. to mark it at all. They we all finished. We filled up Christmas in October in, yeah. or September. But it was mostly selling. filled in June. Yeah. So we will be doing that. Corey and I will be posting our classes. I'm not sure if we can beat this Eventbrite thing. People say, well, then are you going to leave Eventbrite? Still no. Eventbrite is very handy. And also, because it's a search engine, it can drive traffic towards our events, too. When we posted in the college, some people were like, well, I'm going to have to leave Eventbrite. No. Just as the egg farmers pass the price on to us. Corey and I raised our prices last year. Can pass that on to your consumer. Right. So something to consider. The great way, well, if you say, well, I'm not sure if Eventbrite's drawing me any leads. In Eventbrite, you can add custom questions. I'm not sure if that's for the free tier. I know Corey and I might have the essential tier. Um, But I say, how do you hear about us? And I give them a selected amount of options. If Eventbrite's enough of those, if enough people say Eventbrite, you'd you'd not want to leave that lead source. Yeah. If no one says Eventbrite. Maybe. Maybe. But the hassle is the hassle. The hassle is the hassle. I like Eventbrite because it does credits. It Uh, it also is an integrate. Yeah, reminders. Yeah. Uh, it also integrates with a third-party gift card app called Gift Up. Yeah. Uh, so we sold a gift card yesterday. Nice. Somebody, great for last-minute Christmas gifts. Yeah, it really <laughs> so, is. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to get the class schedule up uh, Let's earlier. do that. Don't – let's not – let's, let's not, not wait. Let's, let's not. not. Worst case. Worst case. Let's get the classes up and we can change the dates. Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, I'll unsubscribe from all promo emails. That's already mentioned that one, but that's a part of Inbox Zero. But you'll want to take that active unsubscribe link, click, because that's how you get out of these. True. It'll uh, be a hard breakup with me and Michael. So only unsubscribe from the ones you don't want. Like Roku Stick, I bought you yeah. two years ago. Like I finally, I went to click it and it said, thanks for subscribing. But I was like, oh no, I clicked the wrong button. But it's, it's their unsubscribe link is accidentally connected to the subscribe link. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, so I had to report it as spam, which I didn't want to do. But okay, your computer desktop, clean up, get it to ground I just zero. did that. You did. Does it, how it do you feel? Was, I, 
Loved it. It Honestly, feels good. What did you do with the files? Folders, deleted things I didn't Great. need. Great. Renamed some stuff so I could look it up. If you, I say, I said to Corey, you can learn a lot about somebody if you got. I should ask my ex-boyfriends. Let me see that computer desktop before Maybe we start chit-chatting. Uh, if you can learn a lot, somebody in their brain from their computer desktop organization. Uh, so if you have so many files and you don't have any folder structure. Now, in the next two weeks, you can leisurely kind of file those away and clean that up. Get it back to just the essentials. Your brain will operate better. Trying to find something you need amidst the clutter of your computer <laughs> is difficult. You got it? We can't be afraid to declutter our hard drives. We can't be Both afraid. Both metaphysically and physically. And physically. Great. Um, okay, clean off all external memory cards and format them. <laughs> So, if Corey and I have been around the c- computer camera block for a while, we got a lot of, lot of little SDs and micro SDs floating around. I'm collecting filled ones of the favorite photos. That would be <laughs> what goes on your external. So, uh, you know, you got to kind of. It's kind of hard because when you usually when you delete from an external, it's gone, gone. It's gone. But you could fight. You could organize in a folder structure and put it on that terabyte external. Yeah. Format the card, and then what I've been doing this year is renaming the card as it applies to the camera it belongs to. That way, when I have, because I have a, you know, I can plug in multiple X, SD yeah. cards. I'm always like, is this the Canon? Is this the Sony? Is See, this the podcast? Are we on or all of them? Look at that guy. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you do. Uh, but formatting a camera card kind of like cleans off, uh, you know, because your does. camera's storing a lot of files there. I like to format them. Uh, you don't want to ever find your camera corrupted, your SD card corrupted, because yeah. that means they're truly gone. So something to keep in mind. Don't use your SD card as a storage device. Don't. It is slowing. These don't have, Okay. So I said my computer's 500 gigs. Uh, this SD card that I use in Sony is 64 gigs. So we're getting smaller and smaller. There's not a lot of elbow room there. It's not. The podcast one is 256 gigs. <laughs> storage is getting cheaper and cheaper. I know. That 256 gigs at one time would have been $200. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Um... Clean Google Drives. Oh, I did this. Yeah, this is a hard one. That, I'm like, do I need you? Will I need you in the future? And they're like, no, girl. You what? Give me an example that. where you deleted. Like, remember when we took the uh, email, like how to send a cold email? Yeah. And get attention? E- is this a class or a document? It was a course. The template oh. from seven years ago. Yeah, likely those marketing tactics no longer really I know, work. So I said, let it go, girl. Let it let go. It go. It's God. So auditing your Google Drives does require, like, creating a folder structure. I do recommend if you have everything sitting outside of a folder, it's kind of yeah. chaotic. Let me tell you, it is. <laughs> so kind of, yeah, keeping that. You'll see all of this is just reorganizing your life to get started. Because in 2023, you kind of want a clean slate. You do. Last thing you want to do. Somebody, I was listening to this book, It's All Too Much, which sounds crazy, but it's about uh, clutter in the home. Yeah. Okay, this book was written 15 years ago. So computers knew. True. Right. So the guy was like, yeah, I asked the man of the household to grab the checkbook because he was in charge of writing checks. It took him like 10 minutes to find the checkbook, but he wrote checks twice a day. I don't know how to write a check. I know how to find them on the Wait, sidewalk. you're though. so weird, though. I don't write. Who... who I, somebody said write a check. I don't even know the last time I wrote one. I would be able to write it in two seconds. I don't even have a checkbook. I have to go to the bank and say, excuse me, I feel awkward. Can I get a check? <laughs> <laughs> also, what do I write here? <laughs> Why do you say a hundredth of a penny? <laughs> but he said, when you do the math, so I'll just do the math real quick. Boop. 
So let's say that we have, uh, let's say we spent 20 minutes a day looking for files on our computer, right? Okay. Which seems pretty normal. That would be 7,300 minutes divided by 60, be 121 hours of your next wow. year spent just looking for something. Looking for something. If you, you spend 121 hours learning something, you'd probably you'd be able be to start a, a new side hustle. Nothing annoys me more than needing a specific cookie cutter and not being able to find it for 40 minutes. But didn't you get the Cutterly app? The Cutterly app. So when you do you upload a photo of what the cookie cutter is supposed to look like? So you can. Oh. You can't. Unfortunately, it doesn't take a large file size. So okay. my finished photos don't necessarily fit. Okay. But I could do a screen grab of that and then it would upload. Likely, if you saved them from Facebook, Facebook runs compression on all photos, it would upload as yeah. well. So it, uh, yeah, so you can upload it. the cutter and the picture of the finish. I can take a picture of this cutter okay. in the app, and that could be my primary photo, and then of what it looks like decorated. Smart. Then I could break it out into tags. So this would be a thank you, customer appreciation, See, But that's going to save you yeah. so much yeah. time. And of searching. I, and then you they just added a new feature. Like everyone has cutter bins. So okay. now you can say it's in my <gasps> teacher bin. Smart. Yeah. That's that'll save you some time. And it comes back to this. And I know people are like, oh, how do you, all you do is make folders. You better believe it. Control shift N is a new folder shortcut <laughs> <laughs> on Windows. But uh making these folders are really allowing me to just walk down a folder file path and yeah. get what I need without the search or the oh, I think I would have called it. Uh, you know, on Windows, I have Windows computer, uh, there is a f- app, including the computers have to access it, that allows you to batch edit names of files. Interesting. So let's say you export something from your Canon. It all has the IMG underscore. Yeah, it does. Okay, that's not very searchable, that's right? Fine. What you'd want to do is batch edit the names in that specific folder to say the day you took it, the client, let's say, if that was yeah. pertinent information, the type. So again, how you're just kind of tagging these cutters, you can tag you can rename the photos, which allows them to then be searchable. Yeah, I can't wait till you go through my folder structure. One, it's going to blow your mind in not a good way. Okay. Two, I started naming them by the date I was editing them. But when then years passed, the dates don't line up. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this, though. Old photos, have you progressed your talent better in just photography and in skill? Would you even use old stuff? There's some that could go. <laughs> I you gotta let them go. Gotta let them go. I like to see my progression. <laughs> so Corey and I are going to teach a cookie college class. I'm using her photos to teach a photo organization. However, we will be building it out on an external hard drive. <laughs> I'd say get a Dropbox subscription and have I that. Have and yeah. then take it off the computer. Yeah, take it off the computer and off the external and have it in the cloud, have it yeah. searchable in the cloud, and the, the ability to share. The thing is... Why Heather's like, why is your phone always so filled? It's because if someone needs like a baker recommendation and they're like, yeah, looking for a mermaid bake, uh, looking for mermaid cookies for my kid. Looking for a mermaid baker. (laughs) (laughs) I can't smell. I can tell you. (laughs) I want to be able to have the photos there of my prior mermaid sets to post. So that's why I have like, like, I don't want to depart from them. So what we could use is we can build this out on an external, but upload them to Dropbox, yeah. clear off the external, and then clear you off could my use, phone, man. Clear off your phone. And then you could search Dropbox, download it, and post it in the comments. Wait. Cannot wait. New yeah. new year, new me. Yeah, that'll be a big one. New 2023. Um, <laughs> this one won't apply to everybody, but I'll clean the snake's cages. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's about that time. 
snakes for you parents who want to get your kids a dog. Snakes are pretty. No, they pretty bit Heather. low maintenance. They both bit Heather, so just keep that. When the little one bit me? Okay, here's the thing. Snakes are snakes and snakes bite. Yeah. Bite. These are not the venomous ones. They're However, the ones. They're the huggy ones. However, he's a little venomous. But you're supposed to keep a vodka, a spray bottle of vodka in them and spray them in the eyes <laughs> when they bite you. <laughs> I do that in my mouth. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you can either drink or not recognize that, that bitch. <laughs> Uh, okay, here's something I'm doing. I tried to do this last year. I totally failed. Ashley actually came up with this idea. What is it? A monthly recap template. So a lot of times you're like, New Year, new me, New Year's resolutions. The, most New Year's resolutions are abandoned by February. Yeah. So instead of looking at your year as this one big old chunk of time, we can look at it as 12 instances of time. So you can say my January goal is this. In Jan- and then you do a recap of your January. In January, I traveled here. In January, I purchased this. In January, I saw these people. In January, I was really into this playlist. And then at the end of 2023, you have 12 recaps of each month of the year. Because the thing is, we're, all- we're always Im- imbibing a lot of information. But we're also forgetting it. I'm just trying to survive. Corey, <laughs> to read my trying to read January 2021. <laughs> I'm just glad I made the memoir. Try to time. Okay, I like my recap template. I will be working on building it out. I use uh, if you've ever heard of Second Brain. Uh, a lot of times, I just my best features. I can't remember anything, so I don't try to. So I keep a lot of notes or. Ta- oh, nobody does. can remember anything, but Listen, I'm just accepted it. Remember so much. You remember nothing. Right. So I keep Notion, which is a free app, as my second brain. Anytime I go to somebody's house and they say, and I say, what's the Wi-Fi password? I'll add it to Notion. And when people say, what's the Wi-Fi password? I'll be like, I have that right here. Yeah. That's what I've learned. And I say, Heather. I am Corey's Wi-Fi. second brain, and Notion is my <laughs> second brain. <laughs> it's been working great. <laughs> so I build out Notion. A lot of that stuff is set and forget it. Down to things that I have in there is every address I've ever lived since we were born. Would you ever need that? I don't know, but sometimes when you sign into TurboTax True. and it says where True. you live. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I have those addresses. I have um, like a r- ongoing log of my credit score just to keep uh, tabs on it. So I add it once a month. bizarre. Corey. You are bizarre why just you're bizarre man what the are you doing of, you love data so much you have too much of it yeah you're overdated there will be a study come 2027 and i'll have it in my month <laughs> <laughs> and my last one is audit my youtube subscriptions i think who you were a year ago may not be the same interest you have today yeah that's fine so never just, subscribe Corey, what are you doing with your life <laughs> just living in my seat <laughs> Okay. Well, now that you've dogged on my list of 14, what are yours? Now, let's ask them what theirs is. What are some common things that bakers can run into? One, I know if you're anything like me, you need to put all of your, you need to start organizing. I wasn't recording any of this. Are you kidding? (laughs) Yeah, I I was going to say, I'm going out. The other day I got you cookie class. I said, I left the keys. <laughs> I never followed that one. Oh, oh my God. Okay, so what we're going to we're going to translate this to a baker's thing i think the cookie cutter thing is a solid idea i think so i wish i would have had the cutter don't people use google 
Keep or Google Notes to do Someone it. Someone well. said there was another one, but it had like an update and it, it didn't oh, fare well or okay. something like this. Cutterly is meant for cookie cutters. They were part of the Vendi Blendy. Um, this they actually they've been in there for two years. I think it's Amanda and Chris Porter. Yeah, and they have an Android app already. And ah. iOS was supposed to come out. Obviously, I don't have an iOS device, so I don't know if it oh. did. Um, but there were going to just be apps. And in the apps, it makes it so much easier. Just so you know, if you up. migrate, I know you're going to. I don't know. Yeah. Lose it? Well, I don't know. It depends on how they have. If I the If the app talks to the web app, then you'd be fine. Listen, I've been a part of the Android team for years now. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. Uh, what else? Uh, so we think of New Year, New Year. What I'd like to challenge people is to get all of your sales information, anybody you sold to, get those emails into your uh, email marketing. If you're like, I haven't sent an email ever, okay, well, New Year, New Year, try that yeah. as well. So another thing I like to do is create a CRM. Corey and I, she doesn't know yet, I used Copper CRM this past year, hated it. Absolutely hated it. Heather's used so many different CRMs hated it. in our lifetimes. I wanted one that synced with Gmail, hated it. It's so bad that it they was. lowered their price. Yeah, and then they wouldn't let us out of the conference. Yeah. So I think I'm going to go back to testing Insightly CRM, which is the one I actually started with years ago. I feel ago. like we did start with that. <sighs> years and years ago. That was a target rocket thing. But I, I whatever, that, that was a little nightmare. Yeah, but a CRM program, a customer relationship management manager. program, would allow you to upload. Let's pretend I'm a cookie and Corey is my client. So Corey's ordered from me three times. In that CRM, I could say Corey's ordered from me for her child's second birthday. Well, I know a year from now, likely that child will be turning three. Hopefully, if my math is right, I can reach out to her and say, hey, Corey. My CRM will tell yeah. me, hey, just so you know, that Corey has this birthday coming up. Say, Corey, tell Archer happy third. Yeah. Let me know if you're interested in any cookies I can can get you that's a great yeah and that takes organization the key with the crm is once you set it up stay on top of it yeah because it is not useful for you it's not a once a year thing it's a once a week thing once a month thing at least and you want to make sure you keep it Uh updated Uh as you gather information on people people who take your cookie classes people who place orders you'll want to get them into that crm Mm -hmm. i'm going to challenge and i know every baker who is like me will have a tough time with this if you are not selling, if the packaging is left over, you have one or two of a, you know, Christmas coal bag, that clutter can take up space and energy and mental capacity. I'm going to tell you to get rid of it. Like if that. you need it again, you can buy it. Yeah. If it's just one-offs and there's not enough that you can actually make another sale of them. I'm going to tell you. Yeah, it would be kind of weird if you had the coal bags to say, yeah, I only have three of these. <laughs> right. Like I, leftover from last year. Right. To make a whole photo shoot and exhaust your audience with a sales pitch that you only had three of mm-hmm. be kind of a rough one. I want you to see the chaos that this Christmas has been, this season, and all those good intentions of all the packaging you bought. I want you to look at them and say, I will not buy this again next year. Mm-hmm. It will be hard. I know. I'm one of them. But the amount of space that takes, the real estate it takes up for an entire year mm-hmm. is not worth it all the time. No. What so will you be walking away from? I've already been clearing out everything. Oh, good. So if I, for me specifically with props, yeah. if that is not a prop that I have grabbed, 
It's like it. the whole proverbial hanger shirts backwards and at the end of the year, any yeah. hanger still backwards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got to get rid of it. And I have a hard time with it because I'm like, there was money that was put into that at some point mm-hmm. in time. Mm-hmm. But now it's just taking up space. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm challenging you to go through your packaging. What can go, let it go. I had gotten stamps done of my old business. You let go. Yeah, I had to throw it away. I will never use that again but what if there's but a <laughs> physically that was so hard for me to do because i had spent money on it the minimalist podcast said under 20 bucks uh, less than 20 miles away to replace it doesn't need to be in your house and that one was pretty crazy to my brain ribbon people looking ribbon at you people. get rid of it ribbon people get rid of the ribbon you could easily uh, gift that and then buy nothing, sell nothing. Yeah, I found someone yeah. who is a wreath maker out there would just like love it. You know, wreaths where you do the oh, giant bows. Yeah, but ribbon is so cute; it goes on so much sale at Michaels that you can start hoarding it, and it's mm. great to look at. You forget you have it, though. You buy new stuff, you forget it. It's a year gone. Those little ghosts are so cute. If you forget you have it, you don't have it. It has you. Oh. <sighs> Ribbon people, me and you, we're going to get rid of some ribbon. What else would you be getting rid of? What else? Do Here's you the thing. Like? I'm going to say this one. If you have, and you tell me if I'm right, uh, piping bags that you just don't like because they're not your favorite. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Or donate them to oh, yeah. the buy nothing, sell nothing. Or the world. schools, maybe. Yeah, something. Get rid of them. You do not like the bags. I find myself, if I reach for one jacket all the time, the other jackets likely You're shouldn't right. be in my closet. You're right. You know? I'm going to tell you that. Gel food coloring goes bad. It has an expiration date. The makeup's best worst feature is that it expires because it, it helps you with the breakup. And I think it's very hard to get rid of those because you're like, you bought the Heavenly 70 pack. You never got uh, you never There's got around to you just using ash because stone is so close in color. Oh, should you get the nifty 50? You should just stick with the nifty 50. Oh, really? If I had to rebuy. Oh, and great. I've had all of the different sizes. Okay. Food coloring goes bad. You need to go through it. How long does it last? Years, but I think it's only two. The Eddie print cartridge goes bad. I know. Yeah. It actually tells you when you log in. This really? sucker's gone bad. Yeah. The fact that you know that means it's probably bad. Gone bad. <laughs> <laughs> they came out with a new punchier magenta, though. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. What else can you say? Year-end closeouts. Go through. I had to do this. I have so many different splashes from, like, if I do pumpkin-flavored dough, if I do apple yeah. cider dough, okay. that's so much ingredients mm. that are sitting and taking up space. I'm sure they expire. They go bad. Get rid of them. Get rid a of lot them. Of times, a lot of times it may be tempting to collect that stuff. Most people don't want it. No. Most people don't want that all one-off dough flavor. They And that's what I learned the hard yeah. way, that I like the taste come Christmas time, but no one's ordering yeah. gingerbread. No one's ordering it. It's costing you additional money to produce and to purchase. Taking and that's up space. space. So now you have to move everything to the side. So my thing is, to, and I've been practicing this at the end of this year, and I'm going to practice it into the next year, is to not repurchase something until that thing is gone. That's a good one. I have I that really problem. have that issue. Like, I will say, like, I'm going to be out of saran wrap. Let me go buy two. Yeah. So I won't. But now that yeah, those two this. have to have storage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The cleaner and clearer your tabletops are. You go to, you know, Gams, I said she must have an addiction to getting rid of stuff. And she said, I literally, the feeling my brain has when I see a clean surface. But I see it like when you, a lot of people like to come to Gam's house because there's so many clean services and it just welcomes creativity. Uh, when you don't have to fight to spread out, yeah. 
you can accomplish a lot. And I've noticed that when people come to Gam's house, they all relax because there's so much free space. Yeah, and there's not clutter. There's not things to think about. There's not a million Nothing's going to fall off the table. There's nothing on the table. Yeah. You know, if you put your – do whatever you want. If it's setting up a photo shoot of its own or whatever. I know. Every morning and every night, I clean up the kitchen. Smart. You say, why are you doing that in the morning and night? Because my husband decides to clean up his dinner after I've gone to bed. So it needs one more clean in the morning. <laughs> Ashley, older sister, Kate found this phrase on TikTok that she really likes. And it says, don't put it down, put it away. Don't put it down, put it away. Don't put That's it down, true. put it away. That is true. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll come down and be like, I am so stressed right now. I have to just do a quick clean here. Mm-hmm. Declutter. Something I like to do, I know this is my year year end reset, but I actually do a weekly reset, clear off all the services, disinfect my computer area. Uh, any trash recycling gets gone, the paper scanned and filed. And I do just do this weekend reset to allows my brain for the rest of the week to be like, ha. And of course, things yeah. are going to clutter up and things sure. are going to, but you can address those weekly and stay on top of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Any other odd diggers? Listen, this is going to be a hard one for you guys. If you have not touched the cookie cutter in a year, odds are. Really? You're not going to touch you're it. Tell it. Can you go back through and tell me what your list was? I need to write it for the email. I have no idea what they were. You said file your cutters away. File your cutters away. Okay. Organize and go through your packaging. Oh, um, packaging purge. Pack it. Oh, like that. Mm. That's a little ring to it. Packaging mm. purge. Um, what was the next one? Uh, clean the clutter. Was clean that the it? clutter. I can't remember. To be quite honest with you, we're gonna have to go write an email. We'll have to listen we're clearly. Clean to the clutter. <laughs> What's your other one? I feel like you that's just it. said. Oh, this one I just said. If you haven't used the cutters, toss awesome. oh. Cutter declutter. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Pat so and yeah, because okay, walk me through non-cookie person. What's go? Why? Why? When I started cookies, I got a ton of cutters I thought were fun. Okay. Turns out, only I thought so. Customers mm. tend to order, I will say, the same types of things. They'll go through what you've already made and be like, I really like what you did in this photo. Totally fine. I can totally recreate that. Whatever you can't recreate, you can do it on a plaque. There's cutters that I have not touched since I purchased them. Yikes. I just I just got a high off of buying it. Okay. And you know what? It's taking up so much space. You could donate that. That'd be great to a cookie. Isn't there a buy swap sell? Text here and says, "I'm a cookie or need send them my way." I will thank you. (laughs) Why? Because you want them to declutter it. Well, I want to keep my (laughs) tip. There's a Facebook group. I think it's called like Buy Sell Swap, Buy Sell Trade, Buy Sell Trade Cutters. Yeah. So there's a great place. Waste not, why not? Pass it on. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. Good. Now, any other tips that you may have? Let's see. So, cookie cutter people, or I mean, cookie people, cookie cutter people. Oh, we said ingredients. That was oh, the one. yeah. To ingredients. Ingredients. I got a slight head cold. I'm coming off of it. That's why it sounds like I'm talking into a sock. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to go through the text? I feel like you and I are <laughs> leisurely walking through this podcast. Yeah, I know. I know. It's kind of that time of the year where you pensively reflect on the first part of the entire year and say, what can I do differently? Well, what can I do better? Are you ha- Let's say, talk about you. Let's do a quick audit. Okay. What did you wish you did differently this year? Do you wish you rebranded sooner? Yeah. But you know what? It was perfect timing because you made it super cute. Yeah. I feel like we had talked about it at length. Yeah, you took a lot of polls of the fam. 
But I am happy with how it came out. Okay. But yeah, if I could tell you, if you're thinking to rebrand, do it now more than later. You know what I'm going to tell? Here's another tip. If, and this is a little bit of SEO sacrilege, but if you have a sold out product on your website, archive it. Let's get it out of your products list on the website because it is distracting and it is essentially elongating your sales funnel to have, because I click on a lot of cookiers websites. I'm like, Mm. why are these products here if they are sold out? True. I think they're like, I can see their marketing mind is like, if I say sold out, it'll, it'll create FOMO in people. That's best for social media. It is. I would say if you had one thing on your site that said sold out would make me feel rushed. If I have to scroll past 50 things to find something not sold out, I would be like, well, better right. luck next year. I'd honestly, the only thing I'd keep on my website that says sold out, if you're trying that approach, is something that could be sold year round. Uh, that Christmas stuff, I don't really want to see it around Valentine's Day. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but yeah. that's what you kind of see is like you can tell that the yeah. baker had sold these at one point, probably just forgot to check back into the website, but it would be a good time to audit your products in your website, archive, delete, clean out. If you're not going to plan to offer that again, yeah. don't hold on to it. Yeah. You can always recreate the listing if you yeah, really had to. Um, likely your prices are going to change and things like that. So I would say, yeah, let audit that website. If you have any information that's Christmas-based, nothing says this person doesn't really do yeah, this full-time <laughs> than seeing Christmas stuff in March. Uh, so I definitely do a clean sweep of the website, update any information there that's kind of specific yeah. to a uh, holiday. I like that. I like yeah. it. And then freshen up the homepage to be ready for Valentine's Day. That'll be the next holiday yeah, that be. hits big. Yeah, so sure. someone said Super Bowl. That's- it is in February. It's in February, early February. I think it even. I think really? if I recall, February eleventh is what someone mentioned. Yikers! Well, I'd lean more into Valentine's Day, but both. Yeah, I got these cute little trays. Speaking okay. of packaging, I shouldn't have. <laughs> They're cute. They were so inexpensive, a dollar each. Where? But they look like a field goal. They're from Home Goods, so I could never find them. There was no. no brand name on them. But it's like this plastic field goal tray, okay. and you could do it just like different. We'll do Football. a huge like set. Yeah, it would be like uh, for a party, a football That'd be cute. party. We'll sell a couple of those. I only have four to sell. <laughs> Great, that's oh, what we just said. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Valentine's Day, Easter's a big one. Someone uh, hit or miss St. Patrick's Day. It's if they already celebrated it, fine. If they don't, I don't. I think PYLs were good for me for for that. Yeah, day. it's a harder one. I don't see people do it as often. What Ma- Mother's Day was always good. Can you Is not this declutter? Are we still talking declutter? Are we just talking big We're just kind of coming up with strategies for like the website, like big holiday <laughs> oh, set. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're just chit chat. That's a podcast. We're just But uh, okay, this is a good set. I like my gear and clothes. I challenge you guys to kind of think of the same things. I know yours are going to be a little bit more unique to yourself. I'm yeah. a big computer user, so those are a bit unique to me. I think for a lot of the posts I've seen in the group, you know, your close out, what I want you to do is review how chaotic this month was for you, how burned out sense. you feel right now, and go to next December of 2023 and block out your days right now. That's a great idea. And do not... Make a mental... Write yourself a note. You can yeah. do it in Asana. I use project management software called Asana. Highly recommend it. It has a free plan. But you can set a task for a year from now, but you can add a note to yourself. And you can almost be rude be like, and say, you, future you me, cried. don't you dare. You cried. Yeah. Like you can attach a photo. Night. I want you to take that yeah. selfie of you crying and upload it to the task that will trigger yeah. in December and say, don't you even. Yeah, because I think a lot of every year we see bakers, I'm overwhelmed, I'm exhausted, I want to quit. Yeah. That's I'm what we out. don't want. Corey and I got a little greedy. I think we pulled back from classes a lot this year. We used to do three every Saturday, which is insane. 
this time, this year we just did one on Saturdays, uh-huh. but we did two classes in December because last December we said let's not do that again. Yeah. What we did, uh, but this December Corey's like, should we add another class? I know. I got it would have sold out immediately. We, yeah. Well, we kind of net uh, around nine hundred dollars per class. That's easy money. But at the same time, Corey and I specifically said we were not going to do anything this week other than the podcast so we can get into the Christmas part. Yeah. Except for I've been baking for clients and neighbors, teachers, all alike. Hey, I can't help you. It's a great gift. <laughs> I would love to be your neighbor. I, know, I came into a, a client and I was like, it almost looked like I spent a ton of money because they didn't tell them, like, I bake these. So I was like, yeah. Either spent, way you win. Spent a, spent a lot on you. <laughs> Custom cookies, you know. <laughs> have funny. you seen the price on these bad boys? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a great idea. Okay, let's go through some texts. Uh, we begged people. We begged <laughs> to text in. Here's a few of these. Thank you guys so much for texting in. Hope this isn't too late for today's podcast. What is your favorite holiday tradition? <gasps> what? Are, oh, this is from the 281. 281. Me and Heather love, we're getting ready to go now, <laughs> <laughs> to go to the mall and people watch uh-huh. amidst the holiday lights. The Christmas bustle. The Christmas lights are hanging. I liked just the vibes. The, it's the hustle and bustle. People are, are buying for the other light, people. Christmas lights, Christmas music. People have just bags in their hands, and they're so excited yeah. for whoever they bought for. Gams will be like, where were you? Like, oh, Corey and I were at the mall. And she's like, then after that, what'd you do? No, we were at the mall. She's like, you've been gone for five hours. They said, yeah, we go from restaurant to restaurant with people watching vantage points and kind of just My get it. like, do you get anything? No one thing. <laughs> we got a high off of other people. <laughs> I just really enjoy it, really. It is it it just gives you like Christmas cheer, and people are like, "That's my nightmare." But everything is hustle and bustle around Northern Virginia, so mm-hmm. to see people in a good mood about it, yeah. And then you can kind of, I don't know, it's a vibe. You know, mall mall culture is kind of dying out, but Tyson's got to hold hold down a bit. Yeah, we always come to my grandmother's house on Christmas Eve. That's a good we one. We used to all open gifts. Now nobody does that. And now when you're like, she's gifts. like, now I just feel like everyone awkwardly looks at me, and I said, "Yeah." It's one thing you're coming for the food and the time. She's got a shrimp tray. She went all out this year. I went and bought shrimp. You did? Myself. Because you had said shrimp two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. But they've been sitting in the freezer. Well, bring them on Christmas. You want to get rid of them? Yeah. I I ordered Cheryl's cookies and then Corey showed up with buttercream cookies. And I I said, why? threatened. Why did you make me spend $100? Because I've been asking for buttercream from you all year. I know. Little did you know you had $100 and you got them for free. (laughs) They were delicious. They were good. Uh, Cheryl's also shout out to you, too. Those are delicious. Okay, <laughs> uh, what else do we do? We go to... Corey always my... does this one thing. One, we usually do twin gifts. We're not doing that year. Okay? I know. We, yeah. But we had, what, a $200 threshold, and you had to get a twin gift. Heather got me a tattoo last year. Yeah, Corey never got it. And Corey got me guitar lessons, which I never took. <laughs> but they were very thoughtful <laughs> gifts. But uh, what else do we do? We go to my mom's house on Christmas Day. Me, too. And, and all our sisters there. draw names. There's four of us. Uh, I got my older sister, Ashley, younger sister, Summer, and then Corey and I. So we, who'd you get this year, Summer? I got Summer. got her a TV for her new little place. Okay, I think I told this. I got Ashley, got her heated uh, hand warmer chair. Chair. Like a gambling Oh, because she warmer. goes camping with she her husband. She goes camping with her husband. She's not a camper. She does it to support him. So I figured a luxury heated chair. What I requested for myself was a cat stroller. <laughs> oh, if he, I would love to walk Fee yeah. in it. Yeah. I don't think Fee would like it, but. Uh, and then, oh, Ashley got me. Um, great. I got the rich sister. <laughs> the rich sister got my name. Okay, here's another text. That's a good question. Do we have anything else? That we do? You me, and I you will just loiter around crazy. Corey and I, Corey tried to make going to Christmas plays a thing, then COVID hit and ruined that. Yeah. But then we, we went to D.C. to see the Christmas tree lighting, but COVID ruined that. Yeah. 
We, we, never, we never bounced back after that. We never really did. We never did. It's hard to find parking. We used to do Christmas lights, like going around the naves. I do without gams. Yeah. We sound late. Bah humbug. Ah. <laughs> okay. Hey, twins. This is Marcy from Texas. Thanks for all you do for the Cook Your Community. It's truly one of the best things the internet has brought to fruition. Okay. So my question is about LinkedIn. I set up a profile for my business, but now what? I'm struggling uh, with with what approach to take on the post on this platform. Do I keep it super dry and professional? Should I add a blog spot to my website and share those to LinkedIn? Do I post just photos away for people to flock my way? Thanks in advance for your tips. LinkedIn is weird. LinkedIn is weird. And I love being on there. <laughs> Where are you post? Post all the time. LinkedIn's push notifications are dialed in, man. They are. And there's always 50 notifications waiting uh-huh. for you, even if you just logged in two seconds ago. Yeah. The thing with LinkedIn is if you have passed, like if you start going to networking groups because maybe corporate orders yes. are your thing you need to send a linkedin <laughs> connection not just the broad one that says i would like to add you to my linkedin You're like Corey, thank you so much yeah. for meeting me at event it was great learning more about at your business would love to follow your business journey at the on linkedin if you don't yeah. mind connecting with me and make it really start growing a relationship there yeah um I what can, you could post so linkedin has a twofold thing just like facebook linkedin has released company pages they have and we have company pages yeah. set up so I highly recommend it's actually a course they taught in the cookie college as well. Not only create that personal LinkedIn, uh, create the company page. So what Marcy's asking, and if she hasn't yet, I'd encourage you, Marcy, to create the company page. And there you can kind of post, if you went to a networking event, take photos, post them there. Everyone loves to see themselves. They do. They and do. then start tagging people or businesses that you met at that event. Yeah, it is a little bit more work. Uh, cracking into LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a professional network. It's not necessarily Facebook. But what you can do is kind of appeal to those corporate orders and start creating business connections. You want to be authentic. Nothing screams, I don't care, I just want your money, than that blase connection request. I will say there is an algorithm on LinkedIn as well. So just trying to get connections is not it. You really want to focus on people that you've met that are invested in you. If you go to a networking event, you meet someone and maybe you guys didn't click, you have nothing in common, that you don't see them as your target audience, you don't have to connect with them. Uh, they'll never know. <laughs> but what they could do is bring down your engagement rate. Maybe your posts don't get seen as much. Just like Facebook as well, LinkedIn has had these things called groups. Now, I used to be really active. I used to work for remodeling marketing. Uh, like I used to work in marketing for remodelers and I got published in a magazine strictly because I added so much value to this group where some magazine publishers were also lurking around. But again, it's a very value added centric place. Uh-huh. Sometimes LinkedIn groups are the wild, wild west of quality. It like is. there's nothing there. I will say LinkedIn is not a meme page. If you no. post that, someone might say this is not Facebook <laughs> in the comment section. <laughs> yeah. LinkedIn's, you know, was bought by Microsoft a couple of years ago and it's truly trying to find its footing. However, I'll say the algorithm is much for, more forgiving than on Facebook. Yeah, and I think they recently added uh, you can do short videos on there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it really you wants can use you, hashtags on there. If you post to a company page, it says, hey, why don't you link this company page to your personal page? So it really wants you to produce that content. Now, you're going to want to speak not to t- necessarily to the mom with the car of five kids. Yeah. You're going to want to speak to the front admin who's coming up with Christmas gift ideas. Yeah. Um, add, talk about marketing, talk about what you're doing for your business your to market business it. business growth, yeah. you know, things like things that you've invested in for your business and how, you know, it's going to help the future. Of your yeah. Company. I think if you have an Eddie, uh, a video of Eddie and how you plan to, you know, kind of use it would be kind of more geared towards that LinkedIn yeah. audience. If I ever do a corporate order, I will share that corporate order 
on my business page and tell them, tell my audience a little bit about the company that I did the corporate order for. And it always tags the business owner and it he is. absolutely always shares it. Yeah. Cause it's the, it's also Sahara of getting any accolades because everyone's so busy talking about yeah. themselves. So I think you had done a landscaping company and then I'd said, Hey, I was so Guess impressed. What? By- His wife has ordered for me five times. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's the one that always... Is that the one with the mermaid kid? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Small world. Uh, really great way to do that. Really great way. I said uh, I said to my little sister, find someone that loves you like a small business owner loves their logo. Yeah. Yeah. They love it. Also, I will say, don't just post and ghost. If you want people to be invested in you, comment on their stuff. They, yep. will, they will look you up. <laughs> yeah. To see and LinkedIn will tell that you look them up. So if you take the time to read through their posts, say, oh, wow, I learned blah, blah, and blah from your post. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, and you can build relationships that way. I mean, as with most marketing, it comes down to being authentic. Authentic. If you are interested in hiring help, LinkedIn has an extensive job network. Me too. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting stuff. I suspect more and more will come from that platform. Uh, Next text. This is from the 734. All right. Well, if you guys are so desperate for podcast text, I've been putting this off until I catch up and I'm almost there. So here she goes. Howdy, twins. I'm Summer from Summertime Bacon Co. How cute. In Livonia, Michigan, basically between Ann Arbor and Detroit, points to location on the hand, you know, because the Michigan people are like, here's my hand and here's where I live on it. So I've been following a lot of the podcasts and I took your advice and started a next door account to reach more locals because I moved to Livonia from Ann Arbor in the summer and I lost a lot of customers. My actual question is, how should I be marketing on Nextdoor? The hyper-local audience has me feeling like if I post all the time and flood the platform, people will get annoyed and not want to order from me. Is the algorithm similar to Facebook and Instagram where no one besides my mom will see it anyways? What's the deal with Nextdoor? What do? Thank you all so much. Nextdoor, it does come down to how active that neighborhood is. Yes. Um, Sometimes there's dead neighborhoods uh, where no one's posting anything. Um, but sometimes you have very active neighborhoods when, you know, the community, I'm not saying like old people, but when they're a little bit not. Gams lives on Nextdoor and she's 83, so take that for Right, and I don't live on Nextdoor. I live on Facebook, <laughs> and then our little sister lives on Instagram. <laughs> uh, Nextdoor took a note from LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram and created Nextdoor business pages, which I'm sure is what Summer's referring to. So Nextdoor business pages, just like LinkedIn company pages, there used to be a throttle with how many times you could post. They undid the throttle which makes you think that they did it for you. I doubt that. They did it so you'd post a lot and not reach anybody. So you have two twofold approach to Nextdoor. I would say treat Nextdoor business profile like you would treat your Facebook page. Push out content. Push out valuable content. Don't be annoyed by the algorithm. I likely think nobody's seeing it. Mm -hmm. Uh, That Nextdoor business page post, you can post as many times as you want, but can only reach within two miles of your location. Yeah, but having the page on there, when someone asks for a recommendation Mm -hmm. of a local baker, you can tag Tag that page versus people just typing in and then putting the the hard work on the person who asked for it. And yeah, that's an increase of funnel link. So if Summer's talking about posting from her personal page, that's where I think a lot more of the strategy is going to come from because you don't want... They're, they're moderated, those yeah. next door yeah. communities. I was the admin of one. <laughs> yeah. Everything you, is. <laughs> great. Uh, you want to definitely respect the rules and you don't want to get in trouble because they will push you off that platform and you can't get back on unless you moved. Yeah. Uh, but I've even heard that even if you get banned from one uh, neighborhood, you can't join another. Oh. 
uh, someone had said that they had gotten. So kind of consider if they have posted rules or ask if you can ask an admin for the rules or kind of like how they manage that. But a great way to kind of work around and not seem so salesy is maybe post a picture of a Christmas tree cooking and say, hey, where are you guys getting going Christmas tree shopping? Kind of, kind of introduce a thought because what you're going to have, and I've tested it myself, is people say, "Where did you get? Where did you get this cookie?" Yeah, and then you can answer that question without looking like a salesperson because your original question was asking a legitimate neighborhood type question. Snaky. Another one you could do is, "Hey, what's everyone gifting their delivery drivers?" I was thinking about cookies. Uh, I'm a baker. Bye bye. Bye, custom UPS cookies over here. I was going on my walk where I find checks floating around. And a lot of people have bins I for the know. delivery driver to grab a snack or something. So you could kind of introduce like, hey, guys, this is what I was thinking of. Um, here's the thing. Some people are going to be like, don't do home-baked goods. You've got to not be offended you by that. You ask offended. them their opinion and like, hey, but, <laughs> that is uh, it. but what you've introduced is like, hey, I do bake uh, without necessarily breaking the rules. Yeah, and I will say. Bake without break. A, if your neighbor, you guys got like some kinmanship, they can get your teachers back to school day sets and post it on next door and say i purchased from so and so it was amazing look at these cute cookies i got for my school teachers my kid's gonna get a name like it i like it okay Corey, this question is for you and this will wrap us up if you called in i'm so sorry i didn't download them first yeah. i'll do that next week thanks for posting the phone number in the group this is from a 513 area code I've been wanting to ask this question for months, but of course, I'm always too busy to write down the number while listening to the bot. What is the number? 571-554-556-5644. Yeah. Do it one more time. Yeah. 571-556-5644. Yeah. Right? Right? Oh, yeah. It's right here. Okay. In front of me. <laughs> uh, anyways, this is for Corey and Heather, I guess. Thanks for throwing me in there, bud. <laughs> Uh, Corey, you've talked about having a satisfaction guaranteed policy. I am team refund all the way, and I also spend more money than I should on the Zon, Amazon, simply because I know I can return it. So my question is, how do you tell people their satisfaction is guaranteed? Is it listed on your website, email, form, or is it just kind of known? Do you wink at them weirdly when they drive away? <laughs> I want people to know that they can trust me with their hard-earned moolah, but I want to make it tactful. Thank, thank you guys for your work and your help. Insert gushing here. Sincerely, Greg. Gericle JK, it's your kick. Oh, it's Jessica Wolf. <laughs> Thanks for throwing me in there, Jessica. No, I don't wink at them. What I use that you don't wink at them. I like I to wink, wink at them. Approach. Hello. <laughs> what I use mine as uh, it's a sales closer. Uh, so if I have them all the way to the end of my sales funnel and I just need them to reach into their back pocket, pull out their money, I say, by the way, it's a satisfaction guarantee. So I'm telling the people that are getting ready to order, like it's my my closer. Um, and that's what I use to seal the deal. That's a great closer. Yeah. And I if don't... you're, they're already knocking because they're interested. For sure. If they powered through your pricing, then you've got them. And now you're going to get the little clincher is like, and if you don't like them, your money back. Guaranteed. Yeah. So I don't, it's not like I'm posting in every post, like, satisfaction guarantee, get your money back. I'd almost mention it likely when you feel that they're iffy. When you feel yeah. that someone's hesitating, so it's it's something like when I sold cars, we always were like always pushed to the next step. So if there's an objection over pricing, no worries, it's a hundred percent money back guarantee. If there's an objection that they haven't ordered from you, no worries, I don't touch the money until you've picked up your cookies. Nice, 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 nice. Okay, I got one last text, Heather, but I want to address this one. Holy cannoli! <laughs> there's a text from seven oh six. One I'm proud of, and I want to explain something that likely she brings up. 
Um, oh yeah, husband. Uh, before I found this incredible cookie group, I didn't realize that making cookies could be a career, but last year I quit my corporate job with my husband's support and took on baking full-time. Things haven't gone as picture perfect as I planned, but I'm learning every day. I was in the college for a bit, but I dropped out because I was so overwhelmed by the information. Y'all definitely have a good thing going there, but it's all way over my head. It made me feel pretty dumb. Unfortunately, I wish I'd been smart enough to keep up with it all. You know what? 706. Great, great text because Corey and I talked about it. Sometimes we hear people saying, whoa, that's overwhelming amount of content and a little over my head. So we had created and we launched it on the Vendy Blendy yeah. Black Friday, the day we shan't talk about the Baker's Business Basics. Now, these are much more simplified courses with a lot more step-by-step -step tutorials uh, with a PDF download of all the instructions you need. And it's a fraction of the price of the Cookie College. Now, we don't even offer it as a yearly membership because you're not supposed to stay in it for that long. These 13 courses build on each other so that from course number one to course number 13, you have done the foundational work. Now, I assume if you've been doing this for a year, you've likely maybe already graduated past this, but it's definitely worth checking out. So you can go to thecookiecollege.com. If you scroll halfway down that page, there's a link to take you to the course list and you can check out what the Baker's Business Basics cover, but they all are foundational. Corinne, I said, if somebody was only going to do this, if they were only going to do 13 classes, what would be the most beneficial classes out the gate? And it yeah. starts with Facebook and it goes to Instagram and it goes to purchasing a domain name. Yeah. Sounds scary, but it's not. I walk you through it. I could almost do it with my eyes closed at this point. Uh, then it goes to setting up a custom email address, which sounds so complicated, but it I sit there with you. So professional. Yeah, and it's not as hard as you think, especially if you just follow along in these courses. And then we talk about uh, payment through Stripe. Oh, Square, I'm sorry. Stripe is what we use for the cookie college, but using creating invoices through Square. Yeah. And a bunch of these foundational things, so totaling 13, definitely something if you're like, hey, the cookie college may be a little bit too much or a little too out of my uh, what I want to focus mm -hmm. on, definitely check those out. I highly recommend. Highly recommend. Biased. Okay. But I, I made sure that these you and could sit down. You know how we talk so fast on the podcast? Heather said she goes at a I pre easy... I created a script and read from it. Yeah. And at a not like ear piercing no sound of like yeah it was like my sexy voice I teed it in is that what you have right now hello <laughs> no I have uh, Heather you have, your sinuses like to collect germs <laughs> voice someone actually just commented randomly on my Instagram and said I just came across your podcasts this week and I've been binging I'm twenty pods deep already was wondering if you girls are still taking voicemails I have quite. A few questions related to social media, branding, franchise, et cetera, which I think you ladies would fit in and help me out with. Thanks. Yes, you can call, text, or email. Highly recommend the text version. He also says your product photography is everything. Okay. When will you start he's, giving he's, classes he's, on that? Isn't the Better Business Bureau have a class on oh, that? Oh, Corey did teach a Baker's Business <laughs> <laughs> course on cell phone photography from staging with just one backdrop, a one? few props few preps, so and fun. editing it on a cell phone using free Lightroom. Awesome. Oh, no, you used Inch. I used, no, I used oh. iPhone settings. And it looked pretty great. It did. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you can start with that as well. Blessed person's on episode 20. We're almost on episode 100. Each one of these I are averaging just an hour. This week, we're only on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> these are so many podcasts. Corey and I are going to do a podcast recap on you episode 100. You literally said that already. Wait, listen. 
I want you I want you to look me in the eye socket and I want you to say, This girl's been sick for the last week. She hardly remembers what day it is, she let alone what she said an hour remembers ago. Remembers what day it is. Okay, okay, here I was thinking for the sponsors. Sponsors. You can you can tell me what the sponsor is, but you can't use their name or their primary noun of what their product is. Okay, what's a noun? <laughs> <laughs> the thing that they are. Okay. One of our sponsors okay. will take your business to the next level. Okay. By using natural light, your bakes, and a good business foundation. <laughs> I would not know what it is. <laughs> Except for I know who our sponsors are. You can save 20% off of the same but you think by using cookie check out. Well, okay, let me do a couple questions. What is this? What would you use this in? For photography. For photography. What size is it? The one I typically get. Wow, what is it? <laughs> typically, yeah. It's because we've been talking for five hours. 23 by 23, but they have bigger sizes for you, cake folk. Bigger sizes. Okay. What is it made out of? It's made out of very complicated things that are above <laughs> my pay grade. But is it food safe? It's food safe. Okay. It's waterproof, matte, scratch resistant. I don't think I could still understand what it is, but you can tell what it is. It's an AE core backers, which is a photography backdrop. Backdrop. Yeah. Yeah. So I call them backdrops, or they call them backers. Same difference. But if you have seen any photo of mine, which apparently people are loving on Instagram, <laughs> that is what it's taken on. You can dress them up, dress them down. They're rigid. I like that I can turn the whole scene to and from the sun to find the perfect lighting. You can't move your house around. You can't move the house tried <laughs> let me say okay have you ever wanted to print on your food no <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> well even if you didn't you can with this product that puts images from your computer onto a cookie that is edible see that you took that we couldn't use the noun has made it very hard yeah that's why i want to see if we could describe it without the noun that one is an easy peasy one so i'll let you try the next one but explain what that one is that is eddie the edible food printer being the noun it prints directly to cookies and the things that people have created for the holiday season is are insane they're having a meet and greet actually classes i think it's is it sold out it was the last time I checked, but they were adding a few cl- a few seats to it. I don't know if it still is. But if you wanted to get down and dirty with Eddie, you can in January in Minnesota. Or is it Wisconsin? It's one of those states. It's one of those ones that's pretty cold. Yeah. But you can get into their, their user group and find the exact dates and times <laughs> and locations. You're not allowed to use the exact date and time. But <laughs> okay, how are you going to describe the next one? The next, take your royal icing cookies to the next level. Think silky, think creamy, think smooth, think easy to work with. This recipe is what you're missing in your cookies. Recipe for success. You're the ingredient that makes all the difference. This is the ingredient that sells the most cookies. I'm not sure I know. I don't either. What it was. It is the meringue powder from Royal Batch. <laughs> and you can use code TWINS to save 10% off. But we use, well, I, say we, I use it. I just make it. <laughs> there. Heather eats it. <laughs> but it's absolutely been fantastic to use. It already comes with vanilla, white food coloring, and corn syrup already in there. So you don't have to add anything to it unless you wanted to. Mm-hmm. And for people who want to just take their royal icing to a next fancier level, you can actually add vanilla bean paste to it. And you get the pretty little specks throughout. 
I thought somebody said, I wish it didn't have specs. That's color specs that you get in pinks with AmeriColor. Just AmeriColor? It's pretty much just AmeriColor. Weird. We don't know why. Interesting. But everyone has experienced it. Who knew? I know, but every time I have pink, I'm like, oh, yeah. Does anyone care? We all Would I care? If I think if you saw it, you'd be like, oh, something didn't get mixed all the way. So you pick it out with your scribe. Would it dry? Is it dry speckled? It'll no. It's like uh, the food coloring didn't. Was it like lines? It could create a line. It creates more of a dot that can bloom. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds horrifying. Yeah, beautiful. I don't. I like to take them out, but it's with fuchsia and I think uh, deep pink are the ones. So that what's are the workaround? Not use America? Yeah, they say use like a powder or food coloring or something mm-hmm. like that. Or red with white, make it pink. I thought it was Marigel and I told somebody that, but Marigel is a whole nother company. <laughs> it's America. Yeah. That makes gel. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, that's our spaces. Do you got a twin trust? Twin trust? Oh, I'm sure I do. What is that? Let me think. Do you have one? I bought the. Okay, if you are familiar with the cookie canvas, which we all are, she had last year, I think it was last year or two years ago, dropped a sick, it's a cube box and it held six cookies. We were like, oh no, yeah, we, we did a, a real on it. Yeah, we did. So then they have one that holds a dozen cookies and people are like, no, we want more. They more just, cookies for it to hold. More cookies for it to hold. So now they have one that holds three dozen cookies tonight. Three ordered. dozen? That thing must be a brick. I, the box it must was be big. heavy. Box was How much big. is it? Because that was a big. It's about price. $500 a piece. So me and Heather did custom boxes. We yeah. told about a dozen and that was about $4 and some change. Yeah. So this is not custom, but holds three dozen. For the custom boxes we printed, you'd like them deeper, I guess. Yeah, I think if we could, but if the price was insane. I'm not sure. I'd have to price it out. I think you don't like looking at rulers. So. Not, not even a little bit. <laughs> not even a little bit. I can't. Not there's nothing I can say. <laughs> I, get I, want to I would say the, okay, I like listening to audiobooks. Mm-hmm. However, though, when you listen to an audiobook, you can't really take notes, and I really don't like trying mm-hmm. so i like to listen to him but ashley made a great point she said every book you listen to you're actually just kind of mostly forgetting mm-hmm. yes i am mm-hmm. i'd like to think i kind of implement into my life but there's no way mm-hmm. so i found this app called blinkist i'm sure people have heard about it but it takes books and it summarizes them in about 10 minutes taking only the juicy tidbits of actionable content and the guy reads like all the actual and it gives you a PDF of each. It's almost like book. you've taken the whole reading part out of reading books. Yeah. So I yeah don't like reading them. Like you don't like rulers. You like hearing them. Yeah. And then you want to take so notes. I was you thinking, want to take notes for you. I listened to one book I've never read before, and I don't think that's going to be the vibe. But if I listen to a book I'd already read before, maybe it'll trigger the memories, and I could do a little brief recap. I'm not sure yet. I'm in the free trial. However, the book I listened to recently is The Molecule of More, and it's a book written by somebody who's a PhD on dopamine and how it makes us want, 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 but it actually does not make us happy with what we have. So too much dopamine, you'll find yourself in a never-ending hamster wheel of chasing stuff, too much serotonin, and you'll find yourself never leaving your house and watching YouTube. Stop talking. (laughs) So yeah, I thought that book was pretty good. That's my twin dress currently, I think. Noise. 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 And also these really long pads of paper are just long the vibe. paper. She still is running only the 8 by 11 part, though. The other four inches. You just, just don't know what ideas are going to hit me. <laughs> this is going to be the best author I've ever had in my whole life. 
So I think we didn't touch on the cookie college, but just touch on that because it's getting ready to raise its price here in about three weeks. Right point. I'll need to make some posts about it. Let me actually tell you. Tell you. So we had a member, and we're going to keep them anonymous. Sure. They didn't say could or couldn't tell you. But I'm going to pull up the email I got last night, which is such a crazy email. So uh, this anonymous member says, mm-hmm. it's my turn to give back to the sugar community. These freebie photos have been keeping me so busy this month. I sold 379 DIY kits. Uh, yeah, that's not a typo. I want to give a sugar cookie marketing member a chance to experience the college for a month at my expense. Last Christmas, I was not in the college and I only cleared about 1000 So sad. This year, I cleared It's not even only the freebie photos, but I have learned and I have grown so much with the marketing strategies and photography tips. 2023, I'll get rid of this Gmail and get a custom email. We're getting there. (laughs) So it says, anyways, let me know who I should send the funds to. You pick the winner. If that doesn't sell the Cookie College to you, the Cookie College is the brainchild. It's literally all the marketing tips and tricks and hacks and helps. Corey and I have worked with over 15 years. Yeah, done in video form, step by step. It's done with you marketing. So if you have a question, we actually have a private group for that that we can answer all those questions, deep dive into your business issues. But these courses, there's over 90 of them. And they range from things like staging, editing, custom emails, uh, setting up a LinkedIn, setting up next door copy like how to write compelling copy we'll be that doing makes people this photo buy. organization a lot in 2023 we'll be covering uh financial documents which sounds a little bit boring but if you don't know if you're making money you probably aren't yeah uh Amen. really focusing on, i'll be teaching a class on ynav for business uh organization that yeah i know the folder structure thing sounds like a nightmare but i'd only preach it if it worked for me people who have taken the gmail tips and tricks course and they have this inbox zero people who have taken the asana course and learned how to pre-plan each week all that stuff is in the Cookie College. It's $68 a month until the first of the year. So if you're interested in checking it out, grandfather yourself. So seventh year of the Oh, Corey year. said, be nice to people and yeah. let them have a chance to come off the Christmas right thing. Uh, so the January 7th will increase the price. If you sign up before January 7th, you actually lock in the current monthly rate or yearly rate. Uh, it'll be the cheapest the college will be forever. Yeah. And one thing's cool about the Cookie College, everything we make from the digital downloads to the Better Business Bureau basics <laughs> <laughs> to this new thing that we're working on where we're making monthly classes for you guys to teach, our goal for the Cookie College for the month of December was to teach a cookie class. You know, just get out You know out how many there. people taught cookie so many. classes? I saw so many of our classes. We did give them our way. curriculum, which is where the cookie class kids membership will kind of be derived from. But it was just... And I, I would like to tell the world, hey, like we said, Christmas is the time to print money. Classes will take a different marketing strategy for the most of the year, yeah. which we'll talk about in the college. But um, it is a really valuable place. And the college, quote unquote, gets everything. So any membership we offer, any content we offer, it always gets added to that membership. So that membership is the biggest bang for your moolah for your buck but if you can get in now you are grandfathered into that pricing if you sign up for the better business basics now and you want to up (laughs) 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 i call it better business (laughs) (laughs) the bbb (laughs) you're also grandfathered in there too We've got to get gone. Man. <laughs> I know I got to upload this so we can go to the mall. Hours. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. I'll see you next week. <laughs> Happy Christmas. Christmas.